How's it going, everybody? Wherever you listen to this podcast right here, this is episode 93 of the Temper Zone Podcast with your host, me, Amir Max, and that's all facts. And ladies and gentlemen, my special guest in the Zoom today, yo, let me tell you something about this dude's music right here. I listened to this dude's whole discography on Tidal, and let me tell you something, this dude does not miss. I Every song this dude has is dope. You know, and it's different too. Like every song that I listen to, it just has a own vibe and you're just trying something new with every track, man. It's very impressive. So y'all make sure you keep your eye out for this dude right here. I got Mizzy Mans on the show. I had you on one time, but this is like an official episode right here, man. Yeah. How's, it, how's it going, man? How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. It's been a long time. Long time since, you know, last time we spoke when we was, I was on here. Shit, that's been like two years ago, right? Had it been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. around like yeah, almost exactly yeah, yeah. two years yeah, ago. March, yeah, March around, yeah. Yeah, man. So that's crazy, dude. I feel like so much has changed then, not just with the with what's going on in the world, but just like just you know what you've been doing, what I've been doing, man. Just in general. I mean, you you've been making serious moves, you know, not skipping a beat with anything, but how much would you say has uh changed since the last time you were on the platform? Um Honestly, I'd say a tremendous a lot has changed. I mean, I did a lot of growing as an artist. That was my biggest show last time. Those two years ago, believe it or not, and all of COVID stuff happened. But um, production for sure. Um, attention to detail in the craft, and then um, marketing and um, just connections is really the name of the game in this industry. You and I both know that independent artists, but that is like the biggest thing I think has changed for me within these last couple of years growing as an artist, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I hear you on that, dude. It's it's that's like the name of the game is to getting the connections up. Like if you even look at it, like on a bigger scale when it comes to getting like a good job, mm-hmm. like the college degree is only going to do so much. Like you got to yeah. know the right people. And that's where like the internships come into play. And, you know, this is no different with doing this, being independent artist, man. It's just like some exactly. entrepreneur type shit. So it's definitely dope to see that you've been trying just to learn more and just get alchemating that stuff just outside the music because you definitely got the music stuff down so it's good yeah, to yeah, yeah. You know look at other aspects to get your shit out there you know what i mean exactly exactly now i feel that for sure mm-hmm. yeah, what you man. been on though uh <laughs> since these last couple of years with all COVID and everything dude man me dude i you know it's been hard to adjust with all this shit right now like you know just doing the zoom stuff so like mm-hmm. last year was weird i was trying to like not necessarily like stay off and be consistent, but I was like, I don't know how to do this Zoom shit. Like nobody's teaching yeah. me how to do it on YouTube. So I kind of had to learn it myself and see what other podcasts were doing to like cope with everything going on. So podcast wise, man, I've just been just trying to adjust. And I think I figured out how to do this. And now I can have anybody on from around the world if this ever comes to this point. So now, that's you know, true, I'm that's true. So I'm good for the future on this, man. As the music stuff though, I just had to, invest on more equipment so I could work from home because there was a time where I couldn't go to those studios. So I exactly, like, exactly, exactly. All the, you know, all the shit, man. Uh, where do you record at exactly, though? Have you been, have you been recording your music and stuff? So my main producer is Nick Champion. Shout out to Nick, you feel me? That's that's my guy from day one, do the whole thing with him. When I was up in New England, I was recording with him at his, his studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a business venture at the end of... Um, the end of 2019 out to where I'm at right now, which is West Virginia. Okay, um, cool, cool. College, I was playing college football at the time. Obviously, when I first started my music career, I transferred to WVU, D1, go Mountaineers. Okay, okay. Um, with the whole intention of it's a big it's number one party school in the country. So the way I looked at it, it was like, you know, I kind of hung up the cleats. And, you know, with a big party, college party scene like that, especially artists, the type of music I make, more of a mainstream style for sure is, you know, clubs and just connections and people. So I was like, all right, let me interject myself in this region where these motherfuckers always just getting lit. These 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 cats is wild out here, you feel me? It's a different <laughs> type of vibe. Don't get me wrong. I'm a city boy, don't bro. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, bro, these these motherfuckers is wild out here. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it on being with you. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I did that. Um and I met this this great um this great uh, producer and engineer out here. His name's Hash. He, he's got a studio out here in Morgantown. So I've been, you know, kicking it with him re- of recently and everything like that. But um, I'm coming back to New England. To, you know, I'll be working hand in hand with Nick remotely kind of thing, especially with all the COVID stuff going on and me not living back out in that region. Um, it's a little tough, but I built my catalog up really crazy. So I'm just like 
kind of sitting back and working a bunch of different types of angles, business-wise, connections-wise, while, you know, the distance is there. But, you know, always got to keep, always write every day, always write every day, always sing every day, you know, so always got to be creative. It's important as a creative, for sure. Yeah, you just got to keep keep the foot on the neck, man. And I, and I totally see you're doing that. I mean, last year, you really made sure to stay consistent and just keep that music out there, man. And that's pretty impressive because I felt like last year, a lot of people were like, yo, fuck this. We just going to chill because uh, we can't yeah, go on just concerts. You can't do anything. You know what I mean? So it's good that you just keep it going. Even, even the mainstream artists, like you film your A-list, B-list artists, bro, like the ones that weren't good with their money lost mad bread last year. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like think about it. Like if you wasn't good with your money, you didn't have any other type of other type of business ventures or even just go with your finances. Like they lost a lot of money. Cause even in there, even when you're at the top, bro, you make your money from the shows. Motherfuckers going through the, you know, the rain and the snow just to come see you perform live. Like you can't mm-hmm. perform live and don't get, and I wasn't a big fan of the whole, uh, streaming concerts that was they I, they tried to make it a thing and just it wasn't the same you know like rolling loud was kind of a joke this year mm-hmm. for sure i was no, i feel that yeah it's it's it's, it's, it's tough to do those uh virtual concerts like it has to be like so perfect and so correct you know with everything That's sounding all high quality and whatnot and i know a lot of people were trying to you know diy that stuff but like I, I feel you, man. It's like a concert. It, it, nothing compares to that crowd being yeah, there. Yeah, no, nothing does. It, it just, it, it's, you can't replicate it. You can't replace it. Technology is never going to make that a thing. And, you know, I say that now and, you know, maybe 30 years from now, virtual concerts are just going to be the wave. But ultimately, man, like as of right now, like that live experience, those live shows, like we definitely need that. So it, it's, it's, you know, it's just been really tricky well, to maneuver right now. I've been hearing from the, from, the great beyond the most, um, what's that dude's name? You know, Chris Hayes, the dude from New England makes saves dude mm-hmm. back there. So I don't know what's going on in mass right now. You feel me? I, I have a couple people out there, but what's going on? Apparently they're opening up their, their, um, the venue up again. And you guys are able to perform and stuff like that. What's going on with that? Um, I saw this thing. Uh, I think the, the, the mayor had put out something about, uh, 50% capacity at venues. Now it doesn't okay. necessarily mean come March 1st, like things are just going to be, you know, open out the gate, like in terms of like, you know, like places like in Cambridge and stuff like that. Yeah. But you're going to definitely start seeing things trickle in come, you know, the summertime, I'd say, I'd say come summertime, you're going to definitely see a lot of things um, get more back to normal, back to mm-hmm. something. And I think that's, thank God for that, man. Cause like we could definitely use those. We going to see you on the stage again. Like, like what's up? Shoot, man, I'm I've been I'm definitely trying to get some shit out there, man. I I'm seen not- I seen you had a little I um, someone gave you a crazy shout out, got a crazy cosign. <laughs> seen that you you always talk about elephant in the room, bro. I'm proud of you. Uh-huh. You for a minute. Yeah, no, I got the neo shout out, man. That's cool. How was like, that, bro? How'd that come about? Well, so it's not like I was the only one that he was shouting out, you know, he obviously shouting out other people, but he, you know, he put a little extra, you know, with my stuff, you know, he's ultimately just trying to get artists on a mixtape and whatnot, but like, you know, the fact that he was able to do that for me and, you know, I could put it on my page. He sent me the videos, like, he'll put that on your page. I'll, you know, I got you on that. I'll share it around. So that was, um, pretty cool, man. I think that has to do with just the pandemic being the thing, you know, these artists can't go around tour and do the things like they used to. So they got, they got more time to make shit happen like that, man. And, um, you know, I'm definitely very grateful for that. Uh, it's yeah, that's huge for someone that, you know, has the type of standing he has in the industry. You know, he's a GOAT. You feel me? He's, he's, all, he's up there for sure, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um, for him to do that, for him to do that, I think, yeah, I would be very grateful myself. Definitely. Yeah, man. No, my shit was, I had to turn off my Instagram notifications when I posted that shit. I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't expect, like, I mean, I knew it was going to be cool when I posted it. Like, hey, guys, yeah. go check this out. But I didn't expect that type of reception. Like, people I haven't spoken to in years were just like, oh, shit. You like, know how that works, bro. You know how it works. They, it's a whole, it's a hate love relationship. Motherfuckers don't want to talk to you until you're popping. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, that's 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 definitely the you know something I I notice. It is what it is. Like I can't knock it for you know I can't knock it because it's like you got to show and prove in this music game. Like you can't Dude. like so many artists like talk 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 and they don't do do, do like do shit. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I like about what you're doing, man. Like I don't see you really like say much. Like you just kind of just song, bam, here we go. I got the video dropping. Boom, you do your thing. Very like um. Just you just you just work, man. Do you do you ever feel like it's tough to like you ever want to just bite your tongue and not talk that shit? Or you sometimes you kind of just like 
Nah, just, man. Um, the, my personality, person, I'm ah, shit, bro. Like, I like to talk my shit, but I like yeah, I'm really big into like letting the content speak for itself. For sure, you yeah. Know what I'm there's a lot of dudes like you know claim they make music and this and other thing, bro. But like, I like for me, I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to my songs, and I'm so like it's like one of my insecurities that like I refuse to drop anything that even sounds remotely bad. Like I'm sitting there in the studio and I'll sit there and be like, nah, that's just not sounding right. It's not sounding. Right. I need to do this take again. Let me do the take again. I'm I'm very 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 thorough with when it comes to my production. You know, making sure. My pronunciation, my swag when I'm talking to the lit, when you mean when I'm rapping these lyrics or even singing, make sure I'm hitting notes. And if it's not sounding right, keep doing it, keep doing it. But if if I still can't get it, like some dudes just be forcing tracks, and the production is just terrible. Like you know, like them SoundCloud rappers do. Like I don't even post they my crank music. They the auto tune to like a hundred. Oh. Like. There's nothing wrong with auto tune, but when you're like overcorrecting shit, it just bro, sounds like a robot. Bro, I had you know a dude, I mean? right. I don't really, I don't really do features like that, but like, mm -hmm. I have like a kind of like, I'm not a obviously bigger artist yet. You feel me? I'm still working on all that stuff, but well, you don't get that, man. Thing, but I had, that. I had a couple artists in the way I like, when it comes to doing features for dudes, I'm kind of like, I don't be trying to tax or even just be charging period. Like, I'm just like music's music. You know what I'm saying? If this, if the song you want me to be on a song, bro, this song sounds valid, bro. Don't even like, we're not, there's no paying nothing, bro. Like I'm going to hop on this track. And I'm going to give you 110%. I had a dude, right? I had two features. I just one dude sent me a track, asked me for a feature. It was my first time someone ever asked me for a feature. It was when I dropped No Heroes. Okay, yeah. And I was like, all right, let me just. I see. He's like, what's your price? I said, I said, honestly, it just depends. Like, you know, just let me, just send me a track, and I'll let you know. Bro, that song was so it was hot. Shit was hot. I said, bro, don't even worry. I said, just look, send it. Like, said, let me get this done for you. Don't even worry about this. I got you, bro. I'm hooking you up because this is this. I want to. I want to be part of this. Like, yeah, I don't wanna, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not busy man's on your track. Like, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be what you want. This. This should go hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I and that. I had another. A few months ago, I had another younger cat. Like, you know, this little 16 year old thing. And he asked me. I'm saying he asked me to be on a song. I said, all right, send me the track. I'll let you know. Same. You know, do the same process. And Amir, bro, <laughs> bro, this dude sent me. The weakest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, bro. Production yeah. was garbage. First of all, it took him 40 seconds for me to hear a single thing. There was no hook and he had a verse. So I, 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 I tried taxing because I said, look, here's the deal, bro. Like, I have to do, I have to do your hook for you. So I'm going to be your hook and I'm going to do a verse for you. Like, and I'm going to bring your song. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, bro, like, and I, and like, you know me, my my image and my reputation, I speak highly of my craft, so I can't just be on a trash ass song, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, nah. let's say, all right, so look, this is this price and this covers your studio such because I was gonna have him re-record what he did in my studio with my people, make sure the quality is there. So not only is gonna, ultimately, yeah, I might be charging him, but I'm mean, his production is gonna be wild and is using my platform. I have a bigger platform than him, so being able to, you know, I'm just all that's thinking, and he refused it. Try to lowball me, and I said, "Yeah, bro, just hit me when you got the bread." Because first of all, I'm not like this. I ain't dropping music on SoundCloud. Never been like anyone has ever known me, friends, family, like you, active listeners. Like only Spotify, Apple Music. Because that's a slippery slope, bro. Like think about it. if I, if I'm a stranger on the street, and you're like, "Hey, dude," and I tell you I make music, what are you gonna say? What's your SoundCloud, right? Nah, man, but some bozo shit for me. Like I'm not like that. No, I hear you, dude. I, I, you know, and I think um. You know, there's nothing wrong with if artist just wants to be on SoundCloud, but you got to remember at the end of the day, <clears throat> if you're trying to be taken seriously, like, you know, you got to be on Spotify and Apple Music and Tidal exactly. and Amazon Music. Exactly. Like, like exactly. When, when I've told people who've never met me before, like my friends would be like, yo, yo, my boy, is, he makes music. And you should see the look on their face at first. Like, oh, OK, cool. Like, you know, you make music. And I'll be like, yeah, like, you know, now where do you listen to music? Like, mm -hmm. I'm on Spotify. Apple. Once you say Spotify, Apple Music, like, oh, yeah, the eyes light up like a Christmas tree. They don't know the process, first of all, and how that takes. So when they hear that, they're like, oh, my God, like you're you're official, official. Like you take oh, yeah. that. Take it yeah, seriously. Yeah, and so yeah. I always let artists know, like, if you want to be taken seriously, that's step one. All right. Like, <laughs> get but on the big platforms. Another thing, too, is that for any upcoming artists, too, like, especially you could be the most talented dude in the world. But like, if you're truly, truly serious about what you're trying to do, you really want to be that that guy in the industry or whatever, even just have a shot, bro. Like, you need to make sure 
the quality of your music is there, bro. Don't just be throwing these whack at SoundCloud sounding songs on Apple Music and Spotify. Because yeah. that's the most important thing. You don't want to do that because that taints your image. Because once they hear one crazy bad song, bro, they'll let, they, they can't get that out their head. They can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, yo, this dude will just put out anything. He has no he has no integrity. He has no range into what he's trying to do. And and, and people are very fickle in this music game, man. They will they will turn you off at, at oh, a top of a dime. But if you like you like you know what I'm saying you show up on some crazy artist's thing or like you know, you have a song that goes wild and they're like motherfuckers more inclined to listen to you. You got the numbers, you got you know, listeners, this that, and the third, like that's just how it works, bro. Like if I if someone if someone saw my music and saw I had a hundred thousand month listeners and like I got two hundred thousand uh, followers on IG, like you I mean I'm person's more inclined to listen to me versus if I'm like you know I got like hundred monthly listeners and you know like a hundred five hundred followers on IG, then like yeah my music sounds good but I ain't shit, you know. Yeah. That's why that's why I feel like people your average consumer looks at it, you know. Yeah, you want to stand out for sure. You just gotta, just gotta do what you gotta do. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I look at it. Yeah, popularity definitely tends to be like you know the main reason people will listen to somebody. Um, yeah, it, I mean, images, images, everything. I think it's not even just the popularity. I think it's just having an image. A personality is big. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some rappers don't have a personality, but that not having type of personality, you know what I'm talking about? Like some of the dudes are really relaxed. Yeah, they're mysterious yeah. almost. It's like, who is this guy? Exactly. I know nothing about him. And they're dropping mad serious, but he's really just cracking jokes the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely so it's it's you know, there's there's so many ways to get it. There's so many ways to uh get your name out there. And and you know, one thing I always let artists know is that like don't 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 stick to following exactly how artist A did it or artist B. Like mm-hmm. like there's so many ways to get your name out there, so many ways to reel in people. So it's you know, you definitely want to take from you know, take advice from others, but you definitely gotta figure out from your own way on how you can get your shit out there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I definitely feel on that, man. Um, You know, I feel like last time I had you, I never really, you know, we didn't really have much time to really chop it up, man. But, you know, what what, do you, what were your beginnings with making music, man? Like, what did you get started doing all this? Because it definitely feels like you've been doing it for a minute because your sound is just very, just like on point, man. It sounds like you've just been doing it for a while. So talk so about my, my how you got into that. Um, I mean, I'm musically inclined. I'm Spanish, you feel me? I'm Puerto Rican. Um. I've been making music, like just being like dancing and making music since third grade. I was like before I even picked up sports, mm-hmm. but like making music, making music was senior year of high school. Like, I always freestyled in high school and stuff like that. Like yeah, you always had the capability. But the biggest challenge for me when I started making music was I listened to all these, you know, the Drakes and this shit sounds hot and the boogies and and it was like I never really knew how to make a song. I knew how to freestyle the lunchroom where I was, you know, where I was going to school at, like, now was it. But it was, like, when it came down to, like, you know, melody and tonality and, you know, dubbing and ad-libs, this, that, and the third. Like, I, to be honest with you, I really didn't. I really didn't understand it. So it mm-hmm. took me, during the 2018s when I started making, like, I was sitting there. I graduated in 2017. And uh, my boy Nick, who's my producer, he was a DJ at the time. And I remember going up to him. During a talent uh, talent show at school, I said, "Hey, bro, like you know, kind of record you. You know, you're pretty good with the DJ stuff." And he's never recorded music before. He like he was a DJ, like he did weddings and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just did the whole thing together because you know him understand learning how to mix and engineer and produce, make beats, and me learning how to do make you know structure a song, like writing and everything. Um, I had several songs I've made with him. During that, from that 2017, that summer when we graduated until uh, when I dropped my first album in 2018. But I didn't want to drop any songs because I knew I wasn't where I needed to be yet to even be taken type of serious. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how I was like, all right, well, I made these songs. I was like, all right, this this is goofy. This is corny. Like, (laughs) I'm not ready yet. And then, like, it just kept going to the point. I kept making little posts and everything because everyone knew me. Like, you know, they knew me and Mizzy Mans or whatever, whatever other names. Like, and I was like, I need to drop something. Like, I I got it to the point where it's like I did a feature for my boy, my boy Devon, um, really talented dude as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first, like, ever putting, like, I guess, Mizzy Mans, anything out in, in the world. Yeah. And um, I was like, all right, this is a good start. And, um, 
I met dropped the song Modern Medicine, which was my first uh, single I've ever dropped really uh, off of my album, just before the album came out. Um, and I like I was like, this music sounds solid. It's it's a good starting point, good foundation. Like that can only go up, right? Yeah. And if I don't go up, that means I'm refusing to change. I'm not listening to what the criticism and what everyone's telling me to do. Um, then I dropped Show Me Love in 2019, February, I believe, February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that was, it was really supposed to come out on my birthday, but because of, you know how it is, you know how yeah. we are. <laughs> you know, we all, Will Wilson is said, as artists, bro, sometimes we'd be playing around, bro. We set a date and we never hit our own deadlines. Like, so that's what kind of what that was. Like, I wasn't finished with certain songs and like, yeah. you know, chilling. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that happened. But then <laughs> I got some decent traction at the school I was at, um, for sure. And I was like, all right, bet this is, you know, this is legit. People, people are like, oh, this is pretty good. You're on Apple Music and Spotify. Rip, you didn't drop anything on SoundCloud. I did obviously have some people who actually at the time actually just listened to music on SoundCloud. So I did drop stuff on SoundCloud. But like there was anything I dropped on Apple Music and Spotify was on SoundCloud. There was no like special tracks I did like separate. Like some artists do that, you know. But there was kind of like, I guess, towards the end of the SoundCloud. Remember like how SoundCloud had that crazy like stride oh right? yeah it was like 2015 to 2018 you know if you dropped me on soundcloud all right it was like it's like all right you soundcloud it's fine mm-hmm. but like then it, like see 2017 2018 to kind of transition out of that in my opinion uh, no, like, no for sure we got easy it got easier to get on the streaming platforms like apple exactly. and spotify and so exactly. soundcloud kind of changed up their whole platform and how they did shit so yeah no you're right on that man definitely yeah, definitely they did that but no nah, i mean i had those songs and um you know, anything you you and I both know better than anybody. Then you know, even when we make a project, some songs that we wanted on a project never ended up on that project. I have a bunch mm-hmm. of songs like that. I have a bunch of unreleased songs that never made it onto anything. Um, I'm just chilling, holding on the vault. But um, that's kind of how I started, and then from there, like when you even when I met you, like I hadn't even made my best music yet at that point. Mm-hmm. So I had my most recent song at the time was Sweat and Promo. Um, and I dropped those. I made those songs right before the show because I was like, I need something fresh and hot, you know? Yeah. I, I thought my um my set was pretty good. Um, that was my biggest crowd yet performing. I needed more practice for sure. You know, I broke character a couple of times, you mm-hmm. know? But that's just how, that's just the process, bro. I mean, it's fun. It's fun, bro. It was 400 people. People were bopping their heads. Yeah. But then... The su- July came and I made the time, in my opinion, was my best four songs ever. I took a huge gap in my musical production mm-hmm. and my you know, my songwriting skills and everything. I dropped um, Bad Lover, Bless Him, um, Drop Text, and All Night. All under one producer, um, he the ma- who made his beats, name is Finico Beats. Um, oh. And that was hot, bro. Bad Lover and Bless Him were wink stupid. Like, mm-hmm. like Another thing is too, like if you get some type of traction as an artist, when you if you get a little bit of a nibble, ride that. I yeah. didn't. I got. <laughs> I got a little bit of a wave, bro, and I I was just like, all right, I'm up, but I wasn't up. You know, it was just kind of false sense of being being up and having it. Um, but like yeah, at like that time, that was like that was the summer of 2019. Like that was. That shit was hot. Those songs were hot. Those are still one of my favorites to this day, for sure. Bless him and Bad Lover. Um, mm-hmm. Writing-wise, as you mean, writer. I'm not the best songwriter. I'm not even going to lie to you. Keep it a bean. But, you know, definitely up there with my favorite songs of myself all time, for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah. No, nah, man, I definitely, um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, you definitely have your sound down and you've got plenty of room to just, you know, keep, elevating elevating and when i hear you know the stuff that you're putting out now it totally feels like you know you're capitalizing on what's working you know and and and, and at the same time as you're capitalizing you're sticking to that mizzy man sound and i and i and i, and I really like that man um i know you always started off with the with the um rapping and all that stuff but was it ever difficult for you to like get into that melody rap bag because that's really yeah, taking over right it now. was no it was really hard for me because you know some rappers, when they rap, like, they rap naturally, rap with melody. I didn't. I wasn't one of those. I, because I listened to all types of musicians growing up. I just never really, like, I was like, if it's my ears, the way my ears train, like, producer's ears versus, like, a regular artist's ears or just regular consumer ears, like, like, I didn't have producer ears. Like, um, 
It was just like, I knew my ears, I knew what sounded really good and what sounded like shit. So that's what helped me out. Like, yeah. some people are very arrogant and ignorant. Like, like oh, no, it's just hot. It's just going to pop. Like, no, I'm like, bro, this doesn't sound good. It's like, I guarantee if I play this at someone's party, bro, like, you're not going to bump to it. And that was my Everyone's biggest. Everyone's like, what, what is this shit? Turn that off. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. And I didn't want that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, So I was, I had to teach myself how to sing. I had a little bit of help from freshman year, but like even like, t- like today is the best I've been able to sing. Um, but even then, like it was a long journey and I'm, and I still struggle with melody to this day. I'm not even a lot of you, like keep it a bean. Like I really do, but it's the growth. It's the journey. It's the, you know, the grit, the grind to get to that point. And I think that's huge for me, at least as an artist to put myself on that platform and just to grind and get better at those things. You see, people see my growth. I think it's huge, you know, where I was like, Every artist has that one song that's fucking garbage, but then <laughs> that banger that blows up and everything like that. But you want to see like, Yo, what did you do differently here? Like, you know what I'm saying? You took constructive criticism. You know, mm-hmm. I have people very close to me that anytime I go in the studio, I send them my songs and I said, all right, like, this isn't for you to gas me up. This is, I need, you know, I have a, like, a, I call them my critics. Yeah. And they, you know, if majority rules, majority rules. If, you know, if it's a negative, like, you know, if I have 10 critics and seven of them say it's hot, three of them say it's, it's dirt, then I know the song's, the song's valid. But if seven are saying it's dirt and three are saying it's valid. You might have to put yeah, that one you know away or something. <laughs> yeah, you got to change something out. No, nah, man, I feel that. Um, how, how important do you think it is to have people to keep it real around you? Because in this music game, it's, it's hard for people to be honest with you because they understand how passionate one can be about it. And um, I know it's hard for a lot of people. I mean, you see so many big artists. You can just tell they got a bunch of yes men around them and they're just putting out anything. So how important would you say it is from your perspective to have people around you that will keep you real with you and keep it everything in check? I think it's probably top three most important thing to have. Why is because those people, if you're serious about your craft, though listening, those people aren't just straight bashing you with, you know, when they tell you it's not hot, it's, you know, like this needs to be better. You know what I'm saying? Those people help you grow as an artist. As long as you can take that information that they give you and go back and, you know, take yourself out of my side. They like, Everyone's saying this, if this was better, all right, let me go back and focus on this part of the song and just try to make this better and get it to that level that everyone's telling, telling me about. But there's some people, be careful. One thing I wanted to say, be careful, because there's some people that they'll go from supporting you every day, giving you that good constructive criticism to just one day. It's just, it's like a, you flip a switch, like, and next thing you know, they're, they're just straight not liking anything. Yeah. And be careful of those people, because that could be like a, a confidence killer, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, confidence is key and it starts with me. I say that to myself all the time. Like, you want to be confident in yourself, be confident behind the mic, be confident in your craft. But if you have someone that was supporting you, doing all that stuff, and next, you know, they just kind of, it kind of seems like they're just hating or just not really, even just giving you constructive criticism. Yeah. And just, you know, don't listen to them anymore. But the people that are constantly giving that criticism and telling you when something's really good versus something that's really bad, like keep those people around you. I think that's huge, huge for artist development and growth, hands down. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. I think for me, I have a, like a perfect example is when I came out to WVU in Morgantown, right? I was like, all right, I'm kid that's made music, right? And at the time, I didn't have no heroes, whatever, whatever. I was like, actually, no, I had no, no, I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have no heroes. And um, I had Bad Lover and stuff. Bad Lover is my most popular song. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, so the way I look at it, these are a bunch of random people, random consumers, right? They have no obligation to sit here and tell me my song is hot. Exactly, None. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? This is a, like, you feel me? If I'm a random person on the street, like, it could be like, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I don't even, I don't fucking know you, bro. Like, you're, you're a weirdo. You feel me? So, yeah, like, I'll tell you like it is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have no obligation. Not my best friends. It's not my moms. Not my pops. Like, none of that. So, when I went out there and I started marketing and, like, you know, getting my name out to different people, like, it was like, people are like, oh my, like, where you from? Like, yo, this shit, this shit hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No obligation, mind you that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's the truth of it. Like any random stranger has no obligation to you as an artist. Even you making music to even just be nice or be considerate of your feelings. This is how the world works, bro. It's really, it's not really shit. The shit ain't sweet out here. Yeah. Um, it was really good to the point. Like I'd wa- I remember walking to a bar one time. My shit was on the screen, bro. 
they was playing my shit in the, in the bar. And mind you, I'm, I I moved out to this region. I have no family, had no friends, just came out to my own. Like, you know, yeah. it's just a business move. You know what I'm saying? Some people go out to California. Like for me, obviously I was still in school, get my degree. Like I got away from all a bunch of that, that bullshit from growing up. So I just wanted, it was kind of for a me thing, dream school, yeah. playing ball, whatever, whatever. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, it was huge, you know, I was like, damn, bro, like, these, I came, I just came to the bar to get a beer, like, and they're playing my stuff on the screen, like, that's respect, you know, that's that's humbling, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's like I said, that's where that's a criticism, and hearing that feedback, I think is really good, because you could see that. If, someone, if your music was really dirt, why was it, why would it be randomly being played somewhere that you're not even present? Like, I'm not the type of dude, I don't go to a party, if I go to a party, I, I never put my own song on. You know, from my locks, I skip over my own music. Like, I don't, I really don't like doing that. No, nah, that's good. You don't, you don't want to be the artist who, like, nah, nah, forces nah, themselves nah. on people to listen wanna, to their shit. You exactly, got to, there's a fine line to it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, bro. If you, I think if you want to listen to me, bro, you'll be like, yo, throw that song on. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, if someone wants to play me, if I'm in a party and my song comes on, I didn't ask for it, that's huge, because that means they really wanted to hear me. You know? Mm-hmm. That's why I look at it. No, nah, yeah, I think, no, I hear you. I'm, 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 I'm the same way, man. I think it's so good to promote yourself without promoting yourself. If that makes yeah. any sense, like you can't force, like you said, no one owes you shit when it comes to this. So it's always good that you could get your product out there without shoving it down people's throats. You know what I mean? You gotta, you know, let the people come to it. And that's where all the, that's where marketing comes into play and how to promote correctly. Cause I remember, you know, I've been doing this for a bit, man. And, and I remember when I was 15 and 16, you know, there were people who used to just, you know, spam people messages with their songs. And I, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I used to do the same thing and I had to learn to stop doing that shit because if the people want to come to your music and listen to it, they will. And that's up to you to learn how to market. Correctly. And I, I learned that too. I ain't gonna lie. I learned that too, not too uh, in the summer because there's different ways of marketing, you know, um, my platform at the time in the summer was, was Snapchat. Like was a lot. I, mean, I had a pop in Snapchat. So mm-hmm. I, when I got no heroes popping, I never sent the mass snaps out to every single, you know, contact I had on my snap. I did that. And like, it worked at first. Don't get me wrong. But then I quickly learned as when I, you know, came to other releases and stuff that that tactic died hard. You feel me? Like (laughs) at first it was like, I remember my snap was going crazy, bro. I remember I had like 300 Snapchats. I won't put my phone froze. But then next time I did that same tactic again, it didn't necessarily work again. You feel me? So some people, it's just, it really just depends. You know, I think it's, it's a good starting point. If you yeah. have that type of clout and um, you really had something popping like I did um, to use at first, but then you have to have other resources in place to continue that energy. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to um, burn out. Like I kind of, you know, I kind of burnt out that outlet. Mm-hmm. You mean on my snap, for example, with that promoting music there. Um, Mm-hmm. I still have a decent, I still have this decent response, but I don't, I don't really send out a mass snap anymore when I come out to drop a new song, maybe here and there. If I really yeah. want to, if people listen to it, listen to it. They don't, they don't know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, from there. Yeah. And, and, and from there, you just got to focus on the people who, you know, from that initial, uh, you know, uh, uh, push of the song who the ones who replied back and responded to it and exactly. then other people you keep in touch with and that's like the things people do nowadays with like email marketing like they figure out the people who are like yeah like yes um, i'm fine with you having my email send me that stuff bam and that's that's kind of like the same you know concept but it's not as abrasive as just like randomly dming a shit ton of people who you never talk to and just like check out my song you know what i mean yeah. so i definitely think from there it's something that works but like you said it can burn out really quickly so ultimately you just got to figure out who you can market to to the right people because the end of the day word of mouth's good like if those people are vibing with it they'll show it to their friends and they'll just spread yeah, yeah, exactly you know exactly what i mean so word of mouth only take you so far really just only takes you so far yeah 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 for sure and then from there you can kind of just work from it from that man so yeah no nah, that's that's good man i think it's, it's just the marketing aspect of this game is just it's so crucial man and, and i and i feel like some artists they try to pretend like oh it doesn't matter i'm just gonna do what i want it's like all right buddy you can do what you want but just remember like you're not probably gonna get anywhere with that like if you're not trying to like market your shit correctly you just it's not gonna work out unless you get lucky but you know yeah, how many times yeah. you see that happen it's pretty rare you know what i mean no, so, true, man. yeah so ultimately you just gotta have that down man but let's talk about no heroes man that song has a shit ton of streams on spotify yeah, yeah, it's yeah, popping yeah. you got the video for it and everything uh talk about you know the whole process behind you making that song man because i really fuck so, with that track when i made that song right i was in i was in my garage and I heard the beat, you know what I'm saying? It was on YouTube, whatever, whatever. 
and I just heard it. I said, because I was like, I had, I was like, I was okay afraid that like I had my most best song ever, and I did, I, you know, I flopped on marketing everything on it that I just, I can't get it back, you know. And you shouldn't think like that as an artist, never do like that. You feel me? I was at the time I was like that. So like, I was listening, to, I was always listening to YouTube beats, just freestyling, because that's just how I get my my creative ideas. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. And I was sitting there like, I was just like. I rapped to it several times, mind you that. And I just, it wasn't like how I wrote, obviously ended up writing the song. And then one day I was just like, I was in there just listening to it in the garage and I just started yelling. And I was like, I was like, be long. Like, and I was just getting crazy. I said, I said, yo, I was like, this shit's a hit. Yeah. I said, hold up. He took the beat off of YouTube and I was like, damn, bro. I said, I lost. And I was, I was like, he was desperate. I was like, I had, I had like, I do these little raw audio recordings on my phone to see if my voice sounds good on the beat. I had, that's all I had of the song. So I was like, damn, I'm gonna just get the beat recreated. Like someone's, there's gotta be a producer to do it, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Back available on YouTube. I hit the guy up and I was like, he wasn't a big producer at the time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what is his name? T80, yeah, T80, he produced the beat. He's from, he's from the UK, he's from London. Oh shoot! Uh, yeah, we far away, and uh, I hit him up, and I was like, I wanted, I was, you know, talking price and stuff, you know, you know how it works, you know, your MP3 leases, wave leases, stamps, and exclusive rights. Oh yeah. So I did my little negotiating business magic, the little knowledge I got with that, and I got the exclusive rights to it. And I said, I need this song. I told him, I need this beat, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I want this right now. Found, you know, negotiating, and I, I got the exclusive rights. As soon as I got that beat, everything for it, I said, come to work. Yeah. So, me and X will stop playing my boy, my man's. Um, he helps me write music and shit like that too sometimes. Um, he's a really good songwriter. One of the best songwriters, I think. I most if him and I blow up tomorrow, bro, like that dude, <laughs> that dude, I think is ten times is ten times way more talented than I am. Um all, all giving you give him credit where credit's due. You feel yeah, me? Shout out to him, man. He's he's a, he's another great artist, man. Y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all have so great songs I together. Think, he's so underrated, but um, yeah, nah, he like him and I were sitting at work. He was he was helping me really hard with melody, bro, mm-hmm. in that song. So he helped me tweak some of my lyrics a little bit down. I had I had the bass structure of the song down. He came in. I called him up. We always video conference. We always do. No matter what. Even to this day, we still do that. Hell yeah. That's, and, good. Um, that's good. We got the lyrics down, whatever, whatever. And I was in the studio, and I was calling him back and forth, FaceTiming him. And I just wasn't getting it down right. And like I was like, I told my producer, Nick, I said, just let the beat run. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna keep recording until, I, until, I, until one of the verses or takes I take is that melody. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. And I was sitting there behind the mic, bro. It took me like an hour just to get it down. Like I struggled, I struggled with melody hearing in my hair, in my ears. You feel me? So I, I got it. And then we put the piece it up. Nick did his magic, and I was like, I gotta get a music video for this. So, and when it comes to that, like I'm like I said, I'm a perfectionist. So my boy, my man's Gabe, mm-hmm. Lip. Uh, he does. He went to. He's a film major. You know, good with the camera. He takes. He takes all my professional photos for me. Hell yeah, yeah. And, um, I had him do my music video, and I was really like, I needed to look like a movie. I need this to look cinematic. Mm-hmm. That's how I am. I don't want to be perceived as anything. I don't want to have a goofy random rap video. Like, I want to look no. the best I can possibly look on camera. Mm-hmm. That's how I want to look. You know acting he was an actor too so i had to you know take some tips from him and everything like that you know how this shooting movies and stuff i wanted to look like a movie because that's really what's going to make it pop yeah man it's hot and you put a music video behind it that looks just as appealing and granted the music video at the time was the best we did but like it was still as good as we could have done you know what i'm saying him and i both know that it was hot for what like as best we could at that point in time the resources we had available yeah for sure yeah we shot this whole music video during covid like you know so, and it came out the way it did. And I remember when I was doing marketing and I dropped a snippet for it and it was like, people were slide swiping up like, yo, I ain't even gonna hold you. Like this should go hard. And mind you, the music I make, you feel me? I don't make trap music. So like, I even had some niggas like was pulling up and they hit me like, like, yo, like I ain't gonna lie to this shit. This shit go hard, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and giving credit what credit do. And like, you say that's where the real ones at. So shout out to my man, you know, my people like to give me respect for that. Yeah, when they uh, start off with the not gonna lie, yo, like, yo, I gotta let you know. That's what you know, you got Yeah, something. bro, right, that's what I'm saying, bro. It was like, they were saying that. So I was like, uh, that's dope. Um, and uh, yeah, bro, it's just, it went crazy, went stupid, you feel me? And I was so happy for it. And I was like, and I told myself, sorry, this song's better than Bad Lover. I need to keep riding on this now. That means I gotta be now. I gotta be consistent. Keep that same 
you know, because last time I did that, I didn't post on IG for mad long. This is, you know how this is all about the image and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah, dude, I keep it up. Mm-hmm. So I try to be consistent and everything like that. And when I came out to New England, uh, not New England, West Virginia, this region right here, I didn't have, you know, camera guy and this, this and that really. So it was just kind of hard. Economically, it's a lot different in New England. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I can only imagine, man. Yeah, oh, my God. It's dirt. It's dirt out here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, nah, like I mean, I figured it out. But that being said, like, you know, I had that song, and I kept being consistent. I dropped a bunch of songs in 2020 that, towards the end, being consistent. I was really going to drop an album, but I was like, let me, let me keep making connections. Let me... I have I had my catalog built before I came back out there because I went back home to New England when COVID hit and I came back in August out here. Mm-hmm. And uh so let me build my catalog. So while I'm building these resources and all these connections, I have music to drop. So I'm not even constantly worried about getting in the studio, which is huge. You feel me? Yeah, man. And sure. um, you know, I dropped a bunch of songs that you know I think flew under the radar. Some of them got a lot of praise, some of them are under the radar, low key. Um, but now 2021's here and I've I've had I have a legitimate fan base of legitimate connections right now that I'm about to exploit for 2021. Granted, things open up and I can get back on the stage, open up for a couple bigger artists. That's huge. You're saying while all this, you know, have building my brain, we're going to, you know, I'm just building my brand right now this year for next, next several months doing what I got to do, you know, God, you know, Godspeed for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nah, man. I mean, think that's just, I think that's the biggest thing. Like all those songs and stuff just coming yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. You- you definitely um, made sure to keep that catalog right, man. And, you know, one thing I'll say, you know, any of those songs that went under the radar is always, you always got time to, you know, pop it back up on a story or, you know, reshare it on your page. Maybe you just like put a little performance of it. Just, you know, just a yeah. reminder, people. I dropped this song in case you missed it because that's such a thing for artists. And I feel like a lot of times when we release a song, we want to like, oh, that's old. It's six months ago because exactly. as artists, we look at our shit differently, but you but can rehash that shit and it could work. Social still. media right now with the whole algorithm things being like a big Changing thing. Changing like, like crazy, dude. Bro, and Instagram went crazy, bro, because it's my, so different. <laughs> I dropped X-Men in December. Mm-hmm. Like my my viewership was wild, bro. People viewing my like my my uh, IG story got it was huge, huge jump. And the next you know it was like small. Like no one was just it just wasn't getting to anybody. And I was like, how does that make any sense? How did I go from like you know 500 views on this one and then 30 people only saw this story in 12 hours, bro. Yeah, like, like nah, something's nah, up. Nah. Yeah, something's going on. Here. Nah, it's algorithm, going bro. The day before it was 300, <laughs> 300, 300, 300 500, and now it's, it's 30? Like, nah, 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 nah. So that's what I'm saying. You got to, it's all about, I guess, with Instagram now. Instagram used to never be like, I don't know what the, no. I don't know what But I mean, again, mm. TikTok, bro. I just got on TikTok. I hate that. I hate TikTok. <laughs> you can't, yeah. As artists, we can't hate it because it's so like, useful like that's the only yeah for some people some people like that but also the way i perceive tiktok me personally it's yes it's a good platform for artists but you're also looked as a tiktok rapper like soundcloud but this is now i I look at like some of these are the talents don't get me wrong but do you see like the drakes the bryson tillers and the bigger artists really really like you know trying to push their brand on TikTok? No, they're not, bro. Mm-hmm. You understand where the greats are at. You feel mm-hmm. me? If you think, if you want to be like a great, you want to get up there, they, they some of these people took forever to just get to where they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, the baby, you know, g Easy. you can name the list goes on. Jordan Lucas, he's from, he's from where we're from. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, they're old, bro. They didn't blow up until it's 26, 28. Like, They've been doing at it for years. Yeah, because they've been um, going at it a certain way because you see them u- utilizing that platform. But then, like, some of these artists get signed off of TikTok or whatever. They got a song that goes viral on TikTok. But then what happens when the trend's dead? Are they even people even listening to music anymore? Like, they're not. I don't see them on, like, you know, any crazy thing other than TikTok. Yeah, that's it. No, I, then, I then, like, t- like people have this false sense of TikTokers make a shit ton of money, bro. They. Nah. It's like any other thing in the entertainment game. You got to capitalize off of that. Yeah, big nah, they don't even be getting paid like that. Nah, they don't even be getting paid like that. Nah, nah you gotta, it, it's all from third party shit. Like TikTok ain't going to give you that money, but you got to get the sponsorships and take advantage of that stuff. Exactly. Not everybody's capable yeah, of doing that. Yeah, one song that. that goes viral on TikTok. That's one song, bro. 
We all know how one hit wonders work. Mm-hmm. But have, all right, so they they already listened to you know they already listened to that song a million times, bro. Like we want something new. Mm-hmm. Then you you didn't make something new. You didn't keep the create the creative train going, and now you, everything you come out with is garbage. <laughs> like yeah, it's corny. It's ex- like it, yeah, it's extremely difficult to to like. You know, I understand those artists who blow up, you know, the song blows up on TikTok, but you tend to see them not really like take advantage of, you know, you know, capitalizing off of it from there. Like it, it doesn't seem to like work out too much, but like TikTok is just so important for artists to get their shit out there. And don't get me wrong, there's artists no, that I'm can't not capitalize. Not, I'm not at all, right? No, no, see- same man, no, same man. I just got onto it and I, I was, you know, like I said, I had to, I took me forever just to, you know, just to make some type of video. My first video was decent. You know, I, I edited it pretty well um, in the little intro video. Bar, so I got to put another one up sooner or later, but it was just like figuring out what I wanted to do. You know, like I know who I am. I know what my, I want my image to be. And I don't want to be known as a TikTok artist. You know, I'm not like, I look at myself in a very high light and yeah. I, I strive for that. So mm-hmm. You know, doing that, I feel like I don't know. Just we, it's, it's important for artists, any artist at all, to utilize any type of platform you get. Any any type of platform doesn't matter what it is, how small it is. You know, utilize everything. It's just just utilize. That's it's, can't put it anywhere anywhere better. Yeah, it's tough to. Um, I think every artist wants to avoid being the the this guy or the TikTok guy or oh you're the guy who made that song you're the guy who's on this show you're the guy like it's hard to avoid that and sometimes you just can't avoid that fate <laughs> like you might yeah. just end up being that like it's very hard to just be known as Mizzy Mans it's hard to just be known as a mere max like a lot of people just want to put you as you're the blah 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 guy and I know that's a lot very difficult for artists to navigate that but some you know it, it, it's it's sometimes just the luck of the draw man sometimes things go out a certain way so I think just at the end of the day it's just up to us to you know want to have that name you know and, yeah, you and, and have that name and you gotta, you gotta make the right decisions in the process yeah, for sure consistency is key but also understand be don't be a sellout be true to yourself. Yeah, don't sell that. Selling but out is also easy. adjust adjust your music according to like what is I guess what's now. You know, like music's always changing. Like, you know, I've been on live streams with um you know different different um promoters and stuff that be playing people's music. You know, just stuff like that. And there's a lot of old heads making old head music. Like, music, like rap ain't the, you can't make rap music like how rap was in 2005 and like oh eight mm-hmm. and 2020, bro. Like, ain't nobody listen like that no more. That that like, that type that type of rap and hip hop is not popping, bro. Like, you ain't you finna you ain't finna hit me with some young Jeezy shit and like think I like you know no disrespect. I'm just saying like that's just no, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you know it's, a- it's, it's evolution. You gotta evolve and just see what how it is now. How our you know our trend is, but the biggest thing artists longevity in a career like this and just even if you get it, if you get that opportunity, bro, you're on the spot. Like, is being able to evolve with the trend, like like my biggest influences are, you know, is Drake. You feel me? I, I look at how he progressed, bro. He just every album, every song is just he's with every single wave. He never misses a beat, bro. He's mm-hmm. been doing this for that long. Mind you, he started he didn't start popping until like I mean, I'm 22. Like I turned 23 this year. Like you know, like then, but he just. As music, the hip hop game changed. He changed with it, and he kept mm-hmm. going and going and going. And he adapted so, very I, well. <laughs> and like you know, for me as an artist, myself, my sound, my you, my my, you, what makes me me is like, I never, none of my songs ever sound the same. You can't find a song that sounds the same. Nope. No, I'll, for I'll say it for the people, man. You definitely make sure with each song you you know keep everything to its own sound and like this song's different from that one to that one to that one but at the end of the day it's still Mizzy Mans you know what I mean exactly. it's Mizzy Mans but like I can give you whatever type of mood you're feeling you feel me mm-hmm. there's always emotion behind every song there's like you mean breaking down lyrics and everything like that like whatever you know I just got like, I just I strive for that I want that like you know I want some people going the, the pause parties get lit in a club get lit but if you down bad shorty broke your heart or something you can throw me there's on. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, I think that's uh, such a dope aspect for an artist to be able to do that. And there's nothing wrong for artists if they want to have that one style, that one sound to capitalize on because there's people out there who want that too. And so I think it's just up to the artist to figure out what works best for you. And you just got to, you know, trial and error that shit until you get it yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's trial and error that shit. Um, 
I definitely want to talk about Studio Sex, man, your latest track. This is definitely a good example of you yeah, sticking yeah. to different vibes and different sounds, man. Uh, were you nervous to drop a song like this? Or were you like, nah, this, yeah. this is no, going to work? I had this song done in the summer. 20, uh, oh, okay, 20. okay. This song been done for a while. Um, mm-hmm. My producer of recently just, he was just pushing. And he's like, bro, I really want you to just drop the song. Like, it's, like I said, I have the catalog of mad yeah. songs, bro. And um, he was pushing that. I said, all right, let I said, I promised, I promised him that two songs came. I, I told him two songs and I was like, all right, all right, all right. So, you know, I made the cover art. I do all my own cover art um, and just really just trying to, I wanted to drop an album and throw it on there or like an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of doing this thing with my um, my albums and stuff like that, that, that they spell out a message, like a, uh, like a um, what you call it, like an encryption, I guess. Yeah. A subliminal message or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So my first album's called Show Me Love. And then, the EP I dropped, you know, it's supposed to be all albums, but I'm just mixing EPs and albums in there. So no, sure. show me love because stories don't tell themselves. And then I was going to drop another project. Um, cause, because stories don't tell themselves when I'm alone with you oh, after okay. the party. So the next two projects is when I'm alone, is when I'm alone with you and after the party. But I originally I had an album that one, the album was going to drop this year is called before it's too late. But I was like, I don't want to drop an album like this. It's got 20 songs on it. If I don't have the type of um, platform where it's really going to get crazy recognition. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to drop my craziest project without having that platform. So I'm holding you on to Make sure that. it hits. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I'll probably drop two EPs this year. And if I get, if everything goes well, you know, God, God forbid, you know, God hoping it happens. Um, I'll drop that really big album really big album 20 songs for sure on there intros outros interludes you name it bro it's gonna have you know some pretty good artists on there too some local artists you feel me i'd, I'd love to have a track of us on there for sure i feel like it'd be huge no we're gonna work on something yeah, for sure man. Yeah. <laughs> i you definitely think ourselves could collide very well man so we definitely exactly. so you know to <laughs> have a project like that that's very mo- it'll be very emotional i'm not gonna lie to you like very emotional project like that um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, the studio sex is one of my favorite songs, hands down. I think singing wise, I don't have a lot of crazy singing songs. Like I said, I'm, I'm a decent singer. Um, keeping myself humble. I'm not the best singer. I'm not. <laughs> um, but Killed it on this one, man. I felt like you really tried to get you. You're like, I'm going to make sure to sing this one. Right. Like, you know, as best as I could. Yeah. It's like muscle memory practice is key. You know what I'm saying? I don't need a lot of auto tune. I don't, um, I try to avoid it. Some songs you can, you can do it. Um, that song I used a decent amount, but I don't. I'm not a big fan of using auto tune, um, in any of my music actually at all. Mm-hmm. I use very very little of it. Yeah, um, just enough to just make it iron it out just a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of help, but nothing crazy. I really no. don't like um my song Tan Lines, hands down best singing song of me vocally. Yeah, wise. there's almost no pitch correction on that song, and and it's freestyle. I did that song in two takes. Damn. <laughs> I did the hook in one take right now. I was on the way out of the studio and I said, yo, I, I like, I was listening to the song at work, whatever, whatever, like this beat, you know, let me just, let me just make it a demo. And I just had a shot of your mom when you freestyle that one, man. And I was like, I just did it. I just did it. And I was yeah. like, that's hot. I said, yeah, we're keeping that. And then I freestyled the verse. First one was trash. I said, yeah, let me just do it one more time. Just, just cause it's the demo, right? You know how yeah. demos go. Mm-hmm. And then I, Killed the sec. I killed the freestyle on the on the verse on the second take, and that was it. That was the song. Mix and master. Good, boom, boom, good. That's impressive, man. I think that's um. Sometimes you can really get a really dope song when you just don't think hard too hard about it, cause exactly. you know I'll be man. We artists be overthinking over- shit sometimes. <laughs> I be overanalyzing like a motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie to you. I really be making it hard on myself, but mm-hmm. that's just. You know, this is me, bro. I guess that's just how I am. I just look at it in such a critical, a critical perception, um, perspective, my fault. And um, I think that's just, that's just what makes me me. You know, I just over, I overanalyze my music. I, I think everything has to have some type of meaning or some of it doesn't have to have a meaning. Like if I write a song, I might, it has a meaning in it, but it might not, might not necessarily been drawn from a personal experience. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, guess I, I try to make music where it like, it's storytelling, I guess, but not really storytelling. Really just like a fantasy thing. Like, you know, if you, if I make this crazy club song, but like the words I'm using in it, like 
you're saying in your, if you're saying in the club, like you're really feeling it, like it's like taking to another level, take you to another whole realm. Or if you're just sitting in your room and you just getting lit, like you're just feel, thinking you in the club or something, mm-hmm. and it's like you're feeling the words and everything. Like that's really how I strive to make my music. Just put that energy behind it, that that type, create that imagination. It's really just ultimately what I just try to be trying to do. Yeah, man. And I think um, it's definitely easier said than done, but I think with you, man, you've found a way to curate that sound so that way you can, you know, give off a certain vibe, man. And I'm really looking forward to just everything you got going, man, because I really think, you know, you're on your way to just keep elevating with the sound, just keep yeah. people on their toes for what's next, man. Um, I think it's really dope, man. But um, we're starting to get close to the end of the episode here, man. So I just want to get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a dope conversation, man. Yeah, we, now this has been lit. We've we, 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 been talking on a podcast. I'm going to keep it being with yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, that's cool, man. That's great. I'm, I'm happy, you know, we made this happen, man, because I knew that, you know, you have a lot to say and, you know, really, you know, break it down. I really I thought we did that, you know? Bro, what are you doing for episode 100? <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I really... You want to bring me back for episode 100, you know, 100 episodes. I'd love to be a special guest. I'm going to do something special for it. I'll definitely try to find a way to get the people involved um, outside of just doing the podcast. You know, I'll definitely do something. Yeah, let me know. know. You feel me? Whatever you need, I'll help you out, bro. Yeah, no, we're going to do something special for it. Don't worry. I I got something to buy for episode 100, but I'm glad you asked, but don't worry. Something's going to be popping up for that, man. It's it's definitely crazy. I try not to, I kind of just try to go, 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 go. go, But like, definitely the episode 100 is going to be something special. So um, I'm happy you asked about that, man. Um, But I definitely want to ask you, though, man, you know, it just seems like you you, you have a, a big understanding of the game. Um, so is there any advice you would give to any artist who's just starting out with some, you know, little tips that you could, you know, give them to help them go the right um, way? I have this understanding for one. Um, but I learned a lot actually in recent months, you can make the best song in the world, bro. Like really, like I'm talking about up there with this, you know, you know, billboard songs, this name of the game is connections. I recently learned that. Like, I was thinking, all right, I just this song. I just need to make the music better. Like, the, for me, my my music right now is not the it's not the problem. Like, it's not my music doesn't sound professional. It's not that it doesn't sound good. It's not that my lyrics are corny. It's not. It's connections. You gotta find your connections. Do any types of means necessary. Like for me, like you know, I got something in the works. Don't want to really, you know, just keep it myself, but. Yeah, keep it low. Keep As it any low. artist, if you're if you really put it first, get, make sure the craft's there. Make sure the product is there. Once the product is good, then start looking for connections. You feel me? Build your catalog. Don't ever stop working. And um, this the game name of this game is connections. Any of these these random these randos is just pop out. You didn't even hear about them before. Is is a connection game. It's all it is. No matter what they say otherwise. Don't just they, it's a connection. don't just take a random don't just take a random trip to California posting your IG if you ain't going to California do nothing. You feel me? Or going to New York City and do nothing, going to Atlanta or Miami, whatever. You feel me? Like if you go out anywhere those crazy music places, like make sure you got your connects. Your connections is the name of the game because those people who are plugged in will plug you in if you got what it takes. If you have your product is there, you go up to this connect. Like, yo, bro, I'm real deal. I need a little bit of help. I need to connect. God, they got you. That's how it is. It's just how it works. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, that's really just my advice. I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not popping. I'm not even alive. I'm going to keep the bean. But I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm confident in myself. Be there. I have what it takes. Sure. Um, Just being resilient. Like, I won't let anybody tell me I'm not going to make it. You feel me? But also keeping it realistic with myself. I'm doing everything I got to do. I have everything. My music sounds hot. You feel me? I have a personality. I look good. Like, but you just got to have those connections. You just got to keep doing what you got to do. That's the way I look at it. And that's my advice to anybody. You can, even if you're the ugliest motherfucker in the world, it don't even matter. Like, it's just connections. Your music's hot. There's a lot of ugly ass musicians out there, bro. Let's keep it a stack. <laughs> but um, other than that, bro, like, that's really the only advice I got to them. Like, you know, anyone that watches this, um, Follow me on Instagram, Mizzy Man's official. Yeah, plug that shit. Hit me out. Apple Music, Spotify, Mizzy Man's. 
Check out Studio Sex. You already heard it. Like, it's shit, shit's gas. You feel me? I, I put a lot of hard work. Certified. <laughs> certified. Yeah, certified. You say <laughs> My boy Exo actually helped me, helped me write that song for sure. He was really going to really help me out with that for sure. I can't, you know, I can't just take all the credit for it. You know, I know. It? It's good to shout your people, man. I think more yeah, artists should be yeah. doing that. So you've been shouting out a lot of people. I like that. I like that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. man. But Mizzy Mans, thank you so much for being on this week's episode, man. I, I really appreciate it, man. You already know we're going to keep in touch after this, man. So yeah, happy to have you on, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on. It's great experience being on a podcast before. I've never done it before like that. It's really good. You know, I talked to my managers and stuff like that. It was like, yo, you got to, you know, doing blogs and all this other stuff now. Like, just getting my name out there. And especially something like this is a good platform for me to, you know, put something out there for people really to see my personality and you know like I'm a very I think I'm a very genuine guy for sure. No, nah, definitely man, definitely. You know, you kept it a being this whole episode man. So I definitely appreciate that man. I, I really appreciate you being on this episode man. Ladies and gentlemen, that is episode 93 of the Temper Zone podcast. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode. Make sure you tune in next week for another one. I right? peace out. <laughs>